I want to welcome you to Faith Center Church International Podcast. Today's message is by Pastor William G. Bumpus III. He hear ye him. There y'all go. There y'all go. We can't ever move on because y'all can't get the amen right. Amen. Anybody know what amen means? Amen means so be it, right? Right? So when we be like, when we start the service off, we be like, amen. We're, we're saying, hey, let that word go forth. Right? Amen is, 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 is a sign of, of, of trust in who God is, right? We trust in his word. We pray that prayer, right? When you, when you pray that prayer, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that the prayer that you prayed is going to come to pass? Right? You believe that the prayer you pray is going to come to pass so much so, right, that you don't feel good ending that prayer unless you say, in Jesus' name, amen. Right? So so what happens is this, right? Um, We get so caught up in trusting in the wrong thing to work God's word instead of trusting in God's word to work out everything. Here's what I mean by that. Moses walked with God for a whole bunch of years, right? And one day God told Moses to do something different than he had been, been doing, right? He told him to, instead of using the rock, I mean, using the stick to make water come out of that rock, he said, open your mouth, right, and speak to the rock. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all looking at me crazy. Come on now. Turn your Bible to Numbers chapter 20. I'm going to show it to you. All because y'all couldn't say amen, right? That's jacked up. Everybody good this morning? Amen. Y'all don't even know. This. Hold on. Who don't know they good this morning? Who just... Let me just say it like this. Who's glad to be alive? Amen. All right. There we go. Let's start right there. You do know that Jesus is the giver of life. Amen. Numbers chapter 20. Now, if you don't know what's going on there, in the wilderness again, and again, they're faced with another difficulty. You ever notice how whenever we're faced with a difficulty, we know what to do because God has always got us out of it, but we do everything else, right? We start to worry first before we call on God, right? So that's what's going on. He, he, he did all these miracles for me, opened up the Red Sea. He kept them in the wilderness, right? He did all of uh, uh, fought battle for them, and all of a sudden they're faced with another difficult or impossible situation, and they don't know what to do. So because they don't know what to do, they did what most people do when they don't know what to do. They started to murmur and complain. Right? And how many times have we in our life, we get these situations, and we get these things that come, and we do, before, we even, before we even decide to turn to God, we, we, we murmur and complain. And then what happens when you murmur and complain is, is, is you have no faith in yourself. So what you got to do is like they did is turn to the man of God and ask the man of God to perform a miracle so that you can believe everything that God already said he can do for you. Amen. So if we learn how to not murmur and complain and then go directly to God, everything in life automatically works itself out because that's who God is. Does that make sense? All right. So that's what happened. Verse 7, I think we're going to start there. Yeah. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, take the rod, you and your brother Aaron, gather the congregation together, speak 
to the rock before their eyes, and it will yield its water. Thus you shall bring water from, uh, for them out of the rock and give the drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rock from before the Lord uh, as he commanded him. Now, you see right here, at, let, let's, let's talk about this for a second. You see right here that, that Moses, when God told him to speak to the rock, he was cool with that. Remember the first time that God talked to Moses, Moses had complaints about who, why, why he couldn't be used. Like, you can't use me. I can't even talk, right? He was doing all that stuff, and he made excuses. But now he's gotten so comfortable in God, like we do, right? He's gotten so comfortable in God that when God tells him to do something, he's willing to do it. There's no argument. So, so for all intents, for, for, for when we read this, right, what we see is at least at this point when God told him what to do, he was on his way to do it. Amen. What verse are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> and Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Here now, you rebels, must we bring water for, uh, for you out of this rock? Right? You keep testing me, right? Do I got to bring water out of this rock again? I mean, Moses looked like he's about to do, like, like, perform a miracle, right? Then Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly. And the congregation and their animals drank. Now, hold on. We just read what God told Moses to do. Amen. And Moses turned around and walked away. And he took that rock and he gathered the people and he told them what he was about to do. And, and he don't even try what God told him to do. He does something else. How many times have we in our, in our walk with God, right, we don't even try. When you come to church, man, and, and, and the pastor and myself and my mom, we tell you to speak the word of God and put the word of God in your life and get in that word of God and, and, and you know what to do, but you don't even try it. You go back to murmuring and complaining and worrying. Amen. And in, in the midst of your murmuring, complaining, and worrying from week to week, and, 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 and listen, some of us in this church, I'll put myself in, let me take myself out of that. Some people in this church have been dealing with the same mess every single day for year after year after year, amen? And all you got to do is do what he told you to do. Amen. What God was trying to take Moses into and, and, and the children of Israel into is to understanding how this word of God, I'm going to show it to you here in a second, that this word of God is designed and given to us to, 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 so that we can speak God's word because God's word does not fail. Yeah, they look at me crazy. Turn your Bible to Isaiah chapter 55. I thought I was going to give amen out of it. Listen, if you don't, if you don't realize and, and, and get an understanding that God's word never fails, right? And, and, and if, if you don't put that in your heart so that, so that you operate based off of that, man, you're going to lose every time, man. Now, I don't know if you were like me. I got to a point in my life where I was tired of losing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. 
I was tired of struggling. I was tired of payday loans. Amen. I was tired of 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 of, of faking because I ain't got the insurance. I mean, I got I got tired of living like that. And, and everything I heard about this God was that He can fix all that stuff. So I trusted in what I heard about God, and then I started to do what God's word told me to do. Amen. And I started to speak to my situation. Amen. I started to deal with my situations, and the more I did that, the more God would come through, and the more God would come through, I would, I would, I would, I would speak to more stuff. Amen. At first, I was speaking to my situations, but then I got to a point where I was speaking to my bank account. Woo! Don't stop me down, because I'm preaching real good. Amen. Then I speak to my marriage. Then I speak over my life. Then I speak to my job. And then I send everything around me began to change because I started speaking God's word. Amen. That does not fail. Amen. Man, I already speak God's word in that other mess you be speaking. Yeah. They ain't going to say amen on that, Father. <laughs> Where are we at? Isaiah 55. Let's start at verse number... It's all good. Let's start at verse number six. No, let's go back to them. Verse one. Ho, everyone who thirst come to the waters, and you who have no money, come by and eat. Yes, come by wine and milk <laughs> without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. We ain't got time to go into that. We will one day. Incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I've given him as a witness to the people, a leader and a commander for the people. Surely you will call a nation you do not know. And nations who do not know you shall run to you because the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel. For he, he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will give him mercy. Sorry. And he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly part. Let's stop, let's stop there right quick. I, don't, I like reading all that. Um, I like the part that says that he will abundantly part. And think about, I think about my life and what God brought me from and God did an abundant uh, partner with me, right? Not only did he deliver me and, and, and set me free from 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 criminal activities, right? But he set me free from a, a, a just a messed up life, Amen. right? Um, um, there's a story in the Bible. We might get to it today. And, and, and the story was the story was about the woman who pulled the pulled the alabaster uh, oil on Jesus. And at the end of that story, he said that he said that there were two people and. One had this debt, and the other one had this real small debt, and the man forgave them both. And then he said, which one do you think were, was more appreciative? Uh, let, me, let me go through it. I'm sorry, y'all. Turn your Bible to Luke chapter. I don't want you looking at me crazy. Luke chapter 5. It's not going to be Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter... Where I tell you to go to? Chapter 5. Uh, 
Um, yeah, let's let let. I think I wrote this down wrong. So let's see if we find Luke chapter five. All right. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not Luke chapter five. It's Luke chapter 7, like I said. Yeah, it's Luke chapter 7. Way down there. <clears throat> we have to say amen. Amen. All right, 36. Um, then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask and of fragrant oil and stood at, the, at his feet behind him weeping and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and she kissed his feet and anointed them with fragrant oil. Now when the Pharisees who had invited him saw this, he spoke, uh, he spoke to himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, he would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him for she is a sinner. Let, let, there's a lot that goes right there, right? Um, So Jesus was at one of these rich people's house, right? Now, at this rich person's house, while they were giving him a feast, some woman from out in the streets, right? You can do some research on it, you find out that she was probably more so a prostitute, right? She comes into the house. Now, that should let you know one thing, right? They talk about this woman, what man or woman is she is. Like, how y'all know what kind of man, what woman this is? Right, right. Say that again. Not only that, but these are these are uppity people, so how's she getting in the house? Right, right. Praise your God. Amen? And, and, and here's what you see from the story. You see that even people who who, who think they are, are, are uppity and, and, and think they all right and think everything's gone, even they be out there slumming. Ooh, don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. And, and, and even in the midst of your slumming, you still want to dog somebody out? <laughs> right? We sit up there and we judge people. We talk about people. And, and all this stuff. Ooh, do you remember what you used to be like? I got videos of you. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> and you can't be a... a, 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 a uppity Christian and try to expect to get somebody saved and try to tell somebody about Jesus because, because you turn your nose up at them and again if we wouldn't have found you you would still be in the dirt come on, come on slumming oh I got an amen out of that, maybe that's how I need to say that so now here on the flip side of that, notice this <clears throat> When you deal with so much in life and you know that the only one that can save you and help you and change you is Jesus, you don't care what people say about you. You walk in the midst of that thing because I don't care about none of that mess. I don't care who I used to be. I don't care what I used to say. I don't care how I used to think. Right now, I need to get to Jesus. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. People sit up and go through mess in life they go through hell in life, amen, and it's because they don't want to swallow that pride and, and, and run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. People
people out here dying and 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 Christian folk too out here dying and can't get healed and 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 uh, living on welfare, right? And all they gotta do is run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. You got me off of welfare. Right? Amen. Amen. I saw it happen. Run to Jesus. Yeah. Amen. So if, if 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 again, I always talk about it like this, and I think I started it last week talking about if I know that Jesus. Want, uh, not he don't, uh, it is about. Jesus don't want to fix your situation. 2,000 years ago, sometime around then, Jesus died and he fixed your situation then. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. The Bible says, by his stripes, you ain't going to be healed. You are already healed. Already. Amen. Amen. So you sitting around, <laughs> you sitting around, 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 around. Can't get fixed like the Pharisees calling to, to their house, right? So they wanted to know something. Uh-huh. Here's what we do know about the Pharisees and the Sadducees without that time. We keep talking about the haters. Every week, that's another week we talk about the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And anytime you see them, think haters, right? And, and they wanted to know something because they invited the man into their house. Amen? So they wanted to, to, to get something in, in the midst of it. This happened, right? Verse 40. And, and Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing in which, uh, which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? And Simon answered and said, I suppose the one who, gave, who, who he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to, and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she hath washed my feet with the tears and, and wiped them with her hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased from uh, to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. I was reading that the other day, and I... I thought about how, how much do I show my love and my trust and my belief in what God has done for me. Because uh-huh. he said right there, he said, you can see, he said, to, to whom little is forgiven, sorry, who, to, uh, but to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. And sometimes it seems like we don't appreciate what God has done for us. Amen. Amen. And because we don't appreciate what, 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 what God has done for us, we get caught up in the mess. And, 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 and then when we get caught up in the mess, then we find it hard to speak God's word or to lean on God's word. But remember what he brought you out of. I know what he brought me out of. Uh, and he brought me out of a whole lot of stuff. Right? And if he brought that, that stuff he brought me out of, man, ain't nothing compared. I mean... That stuff then that he brought me out of, my life and my issues ain't nothing compared to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. Facing years in prison, away from your family, away from everybody, labeled a criminal, right? He brought me out of that. Amen. So maybe I'm like the person who, this person owed 500 mm-hmm. and this person owed 50 and he forgave us both. Amen. Maybe I'm the guy who owed 500 because I owed a lot to God and I owed a lot to society and I owed a lot to my family and I couldn't produce 
what it was in our old, amen. But then Jesus came in and he fixed everything. <laughs> and now I'm the lender and not the borrower. Woo! My Jesus loves me. Huh? We're supposed to be talking about speaking to that thing, amen. We talked about it, amen. Turn your Bible to Mark chapter 11. No, let's go to Joshua chapter 1 first. Joshua chapter 1. I encourage you to begin to speak, speak the word of God in your life and, and, and over your situations, amen, because that's, that's just the only thing that's going to fix it. Amen. We know Joshua chapter 1, we know that Moses had died and Joshua was supposed to take the children uh, into the promised land, children of Israel, and we see the, the conversation that God has with him right before this happened. We got time so I can read some of this. We have to say amen. Verse 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. Now, let's stop there. I'm sorry, because we started kind of here, right? Mm -hmm. This is happening. Joshua was taken over because Moses decided to not do what God told him to do. Uh -huh. Right? We didn't get to finish that story, but God told him after he hit the rock, he said, man, why you do me like that? I mean, and after he said, man, why you embarrass me like that? I told you to speak to the rock, and you chose to hit the rock, and he said, Before, because you decide to believe in that rock, because you decide to believe in that stick yeah. more than you believe in me, amen, when I'm the one that gave the power to the stick, and most people just want to trust in a stick instead of trusting in a power source. How goofy is that? Yeah, I don't trust in no stick. Yes, you do. You trust in that job to meet every single need you got. So because that job meets every single need that you got and you depending on that job, then, 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 then you trust in that job. If you lose that job, you'll lose your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't trust in that job. Don't trust in that stick. Trust in God. Yeah, Amen. Amen. All right. This is after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. It came to pass that the Lord spoke to, spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore... Arise, go over this Jordan, you and all his people, to the land which I am giving them to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I have given you. You know how much land it is? Uh, man, I can imagine Joshua hearing this, man, and, and every time God says something like, I'm giving y'all that land, and every time you, everywhere you touch your foot, and all this stuff, I can imagine if, 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 if I can imagine that Joshua hearing all this stuff, boy, he's getting super excited on the inside. I know that's how I be. Yeah. When I read the Word of God, and the Word of God tells me something that I can have in my life, boy, I get on fire and excited about that. So I can imagine that Joshua is excited about what's about to happen, right? Yeah. Verse 5, it says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. You know how far you can go if, if, if when you understand that God will never leave you nor forsake you? Amen. You know... You know what, 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 you know what situations in life you can go through when you know that God will never leave you nor forsake you. You know uh, 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 how much pain you can go through in life when you know that God will never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. David said it like this. He said, yea, though I walk yeah. 
yeah. through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Evil. For God is with me. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. God is with me. And because God is with me, man, I ain't worried about going down this street, going down this path, going down this alley. Amen. I got God yeah. with me as my protector. Yeah. So, so imagine again, Joshua hearing that and, and, and getting excited and start thinking about how he's going to do this and how am I going to fix this. And God say, don't worry about it. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Listen, that don't just mean that, oh, that don't just mean that God is going to go through the situation with you and, and, and leave you in the midst of that battle. That means I'll, I won't even let you down. No, never. He'll, he'll go into that. You know, people, people go into battles with you, man. They stick with you all the way through and they say, come on, come on. You can do it. You can do it. Amen. They just cheer you on. But then when it, when it comes to them having to put their piece in there, uh-huh. they got to go. You see that? He said, not, not only will I not leave you, amen, but I won't forsake you. When my family and when my friends and when my parents and when my people, they, 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 they give up on me and they let me go and, 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 and they turn it back because they think I've let them down or I haven't lived to the standard of what they thought I should live and, and they turn their backs on me, God is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of a good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Now what God is doing to Joshua is Joshua, God has given Joshua a word that even if you, even if you don't even if you don't feel me, know that I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Here's how you know I'm still here, even though you don't feel, even though you don't feel me, because I told you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? God told you that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So, so when you get in those moments where it feel like, man, God, where you at? Or God, you ain't going to bless now. No, just know that he told you he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. So he's right there with you yeah. going through it with you. But then he tells Joshua something, because see, a lot of times we, it, it's one thing to know that most of us know, and everybody in here knows that God is powerful, and God can fix it, and God wants to heal. The problem is, they don't want to do the work that it takes for God to fix it, and the power to come through it. And, and I'm going to tell you what it takes for you to understand that God will fix it, is what he tells Joshua, he says, only be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. Listen, there's going to be some times in your life where you got to stand in there and everybody's going to be telling you to forsake your God and turn away from your God. Man, you better stop trusting in God and go work at McDonald's, right? Amen. You better, you, you're going to have to learn how to be strong and be courageous. You got to be strong and be courageous so you don't turn back into the, the, the gorilla, right? You used to be. You got to be strong and be courageous. And, and, and as long as you're strong and as long as you're courageous, amen, you stand and know that God can fix the situation. Amen. Amen. Um, 
This book of the law, verse 8, shall not depart from your mouth. What do you think that means? <laughs> right? What he says is that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will, make, you will have good success. Anytime you operate or talk or believe or, 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 or move away from God's word, amen, when you're doing it on your own. He said, you need to, don't, don't listen. When, when that time comes for you to, for you to give up or for you to feel like, man, I can't take this pain no longer, that's when you need to be strong, be strong. and be courageous and speak God's word. Because he tells you to be strong, be courageous, take this book of the law, and don't let nothing else come out of your mouth. And every time I talk about this, it always comes to my spirit that sometimes you just got to learn how to shut up. Most people lose it with God because they don't know how to shut up. Amen. 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 And they start, they get weak and not strong, and they get weak, and in, 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 in the midst of them getting weak, then they let that thing tear them down and tear them down, and they say something like, man, maybe God want to kill me. Maybe God don't want me to be prosperous. Maybe God want me, I got to say it, y'all, broke, busted, and disgusted. Right? Because if he don't, and, 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 and if you believe that he don't, then why, 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 why? Uh, why ain't things going better? Yeah. Go ahead. Ooh, I got to talk about people. So hopefully it ain't you. You know what to do. Look right. Don't look, don't look forward. Don't look to the right left. Ain't nobody going to know. The Bible said you tell a tree by its fruit. Uh-huh. And if you know anything about what the tree is, and the Bible calls us trees of righteousness, right? And, and, and when we talk about fruit, it's talking about what's being produced in your life. Yeah. I don't know what, what, what people, I never know what people going through, man, but I can look at a person's face and tell, man, your life is jagged up. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And you're a child of God. be a child of God, a, 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 a true believing and true faith talking and, and on fire for Jesus, child of God, and your life is jacked up. Amen. Preach, preach. When his word says that, listen, man, all you got to do is do what I tell you to do, and your life will be prosperous, and your life will be successful, and your life ain't prosperous, and your life ain't successful either, A, Jesus lied, amen, or, or B, you ain't doing this. You ain't doing it. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. I refuse to, 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 I refuse to be on fire for Jesus and, 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 and telling everybody about this word and this stuff not working my life. Well, Amen. Amen. And when it's not working in my life, then what I got to do is I got to figure out why it's not working. And, 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 and again, a lot of people's mouth get them in trouble, so they think that it's God yeah. keeping the blessings back when ain't nothing but that goofy old serpent mess with people's lives. Because yeah. his word said mm-hmm. that if I meditate in his word day and night, day and night, 
and I only speak his word, then my life will be prosperous and my life will be successful. That's what his word says. That's what I believe in. Because I believe that, that's what I'm going after. And when it ain't working, then it has to be something wrong. And I got to get in the book and find out what's wrong. Amen? Y'all good with that? We ain't done yet. I know you're looking at that clock. Don't look. Let me take care of that clock. Amen. You give Jesus some time. Turn your Bible to Daniel chapter 3. Oh, I don't know what's going on today. I didn't mean Daniel chapter 3. We could actually talk about Daniel chapter 3. But I meant Daniel chapter 10. Sorry. I like this when I talk about Satan and when I talk about Satan and how he he robs us I like talking about this scripture because this is a perfect example of how Satan robs us amen and because we don't know right we start doing other things but when we talk about being strong and be very courageous you prayed that prayer you believe that prayer you trust in that prayer you stick to that prayer until that prayer manifests in your life amen because if that prayer is according to God's word, it's going to manifest. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. God can't lie. I mean, you, you get what I'm saying? I mean, that, that's, those are the, the, the basics, the, the, the one-on-ones of faith and believing and trusting is knowing that God can't lie. And if his word said it, and if his word said it about you, then it's yours. Yeah. Can't nobody take that from you. No, they can't. Sorry. Yes, they can. You can. You can. By opening your goofy mouth. Verse 1, in the uh, in the third year of the of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message, uh, a message was revealed to Daniel whose name was called Belteshazzar. The message was true, but the appointed time was long, and he understood the message and, and had understanding of the vision. In the days of, I, Daniel, was mourning, sorry, three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food. No meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Now, on the 24th day of the first month, as I was uh, by the side of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen whose waist was girded up, uh, girded with gold of Euphaz. I hope I got that word right. His body was like barrel, his face was like the appearance of light, and his eyes like torches of fire, his arms and feet like bur- uh, burnished bronze in the color. Um, and the sound of his words were like the multitude, uh, sorry, was like the voice of a multitude. That was a powerful voice. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. When that voice talked, boy, you knew. Amen. You, you can probably, if you know anything about how why God would talk, when God would talk uh, to Moses, it's like, man, the, the power would be so powerful, man, that, that anybody around would be just feel that shake. Amen. So imagine Daniel uh, being in this situation. Sorry. Verse 10. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees in the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you while, uh, sent to you while he was speaking this word to me. I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. 
and I have come because of your words. Now, understand that Daniel was praying to God for something, and Daniel prayed, and it took three weeks for God to answer that thing. Now, it don't say what Daniel did during that time of three weeks. Well, it does say that he fasted and prayed. You know why he fasted and prayed? I ain't got time to listen and be around everybody else. Because in the three weeks that you need that time to manifest, you start listening to some of them other, other people. Amen. Yeah. They'll get you all the way off course. <laughs> and what Daniel was believing for was, was, was so important to him that, that, that I couldn't afford, I can't afford to let nobody get me off course. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes we can get so easily off course by some little minor setbacks or things like that, man. But, 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 but I know for me, what I need from God on a regular basis is too important for me to let anybody else get in the way of that. Right? You got to work out your own soul salvation. And, and one thing I had to come to, I used to get so sad and so upset and so mad because everybody in the church wasn't prospering and everybody in the church wasn't doing good and things like that. And then I, then, then, then I just came to the realization that, man, everybody ain't doing it. Amen. <coughs> same word I give to you is the same word I live by. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Same word, the same way I tell you to go through situations, the same way I go through situations. Yeah. So, if you, so if it works for me, it can work for you. Amen. 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 What verse? Sorry. And I've come because of your words, but the prince of the king, kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. Behold, Michael, one of the chief priests, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I've come to make you understand what will happen uh, uh, to your people in the latter days. So the vision refers to many days yet to come now. Um, you can kind of go through and read the rest of that, and it all came came to. But you see that the first day that Daniel set his mind to trust in God's word, Amen. The answer was on the way. And when the answer was on the way, and it seemed like the answer was well, well as soon as the answer was on the way, and then on the way, then 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 spiritual forces decided to jump up in there. Amen. And those spiritual forces, uh, that's why we talk a lot about praying in tongues and being in the spirit and things like that. Because the, the, the Bible says our wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rules of, of, of evil spirits and all that stuff, right? So if the battle is there, you got to get there if you're trying to fight something. That's right. That's what a battle is. Yeah, it is. But you don't want to take the time to get your spiritual level up. Amen. Because you're still working on your flesh level. Yeah. Not knowing that when you work on your flesh level, that's you operating because God don't mess with the flesh. Ooh, you can put that in the rhyme. <laughs> the Bible says God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit God, a spiritual God and our battle is fought. That's why when you got saved, he didn't make your face new. He made the spirit new. And your spirit is how you gain that, that, that knowledge of who God is and what God wants to do. 
I know in my spirit that God's going to work that miracle out. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And when you know in your spirit, you ain't got to look at everything on the outside. Amen. You believe in God for a miracle. You feeling the pain. Amen. <laughs> right? Yes. But in my spirit, I know God healed me from that thing. Yes. So, so what that means is I can, all right, cool, I got to deal with this pain. That's what I'm going to deal with, right? But I know that God will get me through the pain. And next thing you know, you look up and the pain gone too. Yeah. That's true. That's true. In 2020, man, we still, it's still early enough for us to say, in 2020, man, your life can change drastically. I mean, think about it, man. If you put your heart to it, man, you see, but for Daniel said, the moment you set your heart to understand that word and that spirit was on the way, right? And that, that, that answer was on the way. So in 2020, you can set your heart to understand and, and trust in God's word, man. You can come out of every single bad situation you were in this year. Again, for me, I got tired of, of, of living on the opposite end of God. Amen. Living on the low part of God. Living on, just living on the fact that I'm saved, I'm happy as it. No, you ain't. <laughs> and sometimes it takes us being real with God. Mm-hmm. And being real with ourselves. And I had to come to realization that I wasn't being real with myself. And that's why a lot of stuff wasn't working. But then when I got real with God, I mean, just like overnight. That's true. The whole thing flipped. Yeah. That woman the day before she came in there, as the ministers come forward, we do, I think we're doing communion. That woman the day before she came mm-hmm. in there to put that oil on Jesus' feet, man, she probably thought about how nasty she was and Probably how tired she was of having to sell her body and yeah. and mess with all these men and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do all this stuff and 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 these nasty old men because they were giving her all this money they tell her to do this nasty stuff. <laughs> and she and she didn't have nothing else because well if I don't do it then I don't eat and I gotta eat yeah. so I gotta do it and, yeah. and 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 but she heard that Jesus was walking around. Forgiving people. Yeah. She didn't come with the Bible didn't tell us that she came in there wanting her sins forgiven. She, the Bible said she came in there and she started doing this, pulling yeah, the oil, wiping the, wiping his hair, yeah, and crying. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus saw past that and said, "Listen, man, everything you're dealing with, all your sins are forgiven you. All your sins. Your whole life is better. Your whole." situation just turned around and now you can live a whole life and a people life and you can live a a, a, a life of, of grace and mercy because that's who Jesus is yes, he is. and that's what Jesus wants to do in your life amen as we get ready for communion I know y'all if one after one y'all ready to go but 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 we can we can, we can give us 10 more minutes as you think about <clears throat> your life, we always say when we do time, when we do communion that, um, and y'all can just start getting the stuff up there, just move the stuff right quick. Um, as we do communion, we always tell you to think about mm-hmm. your heart. Yeah. 
are you right with God? Are you right with people? Are you right with yourself, right? And, and self-reflection is, is one of the most powerful things you can do with God because it lets you know where you are, mm-hmm. where your heart is. Yeah. Amen? We hope that you have enjoyed today's message. For more information about Faith Center Church International, Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, you can go to our website at jipm.org. Until next time, may God richly bless you. Praise Jesus.